Do you want to attract your target audience and grow on Instagram? A consistent brand is the first step to any successful Instagram strategy that is going to lead to growth. Today, I want to cover the basics on how you can create a cohesive brand on Instagram from the bottom up. So let's do it. Welcome to the Creator Club podcast produced by Creatorly Media. I'm your host, Katie Steckley. I'm a side hustle YouTuber turned six-figure CEO that's obsessed with social media, making content, and building communities. Here on the Creator Club podcast, we dive deep into the social media and content creation strategies that are important to you as a creator. Whether you want to grow on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, or with a podcast, we've got advice for you. So stay tuned for my workshop-style solo shows and the occasional expert interview. Oh, and by the way, this club is open to everyone. Whether you have one or one million followers, there's a seat for you at the table. So let's get into it. Welcome back to the Creator Club podcast, everybody. I just wanted to interrupt our usual broadcast with a quick announcement to let you know that this is the last week for you to submit your reviews of the podcast to be entered to win a free Instagram audit. That's right. If you haven't heard our previous episodes this November, this month, we are giving out a free Instagram audit as a thank you for your very, very kind reviews. I've been seeing a bunch of them pouring in and just know we really, really appreciate it. Leaving reviews here on Apple Podcasts is the best way that you can support our show to help us continue to grow, reach more listeners, and, you know, eventually get those sweet, sweet sponsorships and spend some more time making these episodes great for you. So we wanted to thank you for your lovely reviews and give away a free Instagram audit to one of you folks who leave a review this month. So if you haven't already, head over to Apple Podcasts, go to the show page for the Creator Club podcast and scroll down to you see write a review. Let us know what you think of the show, submit it, and anybody who has submitted a review this month is going to be entered into a draw for an audit where we are going to take an in-depth look at your profile, provide you some insights on what you're doing well on your Instagram, how you can improve, and set out a roadmap for your specific Instagram growth. That's the best part about the Instagram audit is that it's very particular to you. So anyway, that's my announcement for the day. Get your reviews in. Thank you everybody who's already left a review. Means the world. Let's get into building a consistent brand on Instagram, shall we? The very first thing that we all need to do to initially establish a successful brand on Instagram is to determine our brand identity. One of the first things you need to do before you can truly build a consistent brand is defining your brand identity. There are two main ways that I recommend doing this. Number one is by determining your ideal audience. We've chatted about determining your ideal audience in multiple podcast episodes in the past, and that is because this is a necessary step to take before you can build a consistent brand. You need to ask yourself, who are you creating all this content for? What are they interested in? What are their hobbies? Where do they like to eat and shop? What's their age? Get to thinking and figure out the ideal person who would follow you on your online platforms. And obviously, as we're thinking about our ideal audience, 
you need to also be thinking about what the end goal of your brand on Instagram is. And that's going to be the case with our second way to determine your brand identity as well. But I want to bring it up now because it's important to remember when you're figuring out your ideal audience, that ideal audience needs to be connected in some way to the way that you're going to make money eventually. I'm assuming if you're listening to this podcast and you want to develop a brand, that's because you have some kind of financial goals around this and and want it to be a business as well. So when you're thinking about that ideal audience, they are either going to end up purchasing an offer from you. So let's say like a service offering, like for us at Creatorly Media, it's our Instagram services, podcast services, et cetera. But, you know, it could also be physical products. Like some brands obviously sell physical items. Maybe that's what you're aiming to do as well. Maybe you're taking the route of being kind of more of a traditional influencer where you're mostly going to create content and then create ads for other businesses. Whatever it might be, try to have a good idea of what your approach is going to be because that is going to also determine who that ideal audience is. Basically, think about what you want to sell, whether it's a product, service, or recommendations to other brands, and then think about who you would most likely be able to sell that to. That's another important aspect of this when you are asking those other questions about who your ideal audience might be. The second way that you can go about determining your brand identity is through developing your niche and content pillars. Basically, now that you've determined your ideal audience, you need to develop a niche and content pillars that will attract that specific type of person. If you haven't already, make sure you listen to our recent podcast episode called Do You Need a Niche? The Guide to Getting Clear on Your Purpose and Mission. This will guide you through the four evaluation stages that we've kind of designed that help you to get clear on your mission and purpose and help you narrow down that niche into content pillars. Kind of what I explained in that episode is you need to have that ideal audience as your foundation for developing your niche and content pillars. So once you figure that out, you can kind of go through those evaluation stages I was talking about and figure out what your niche might be. And again, this is going to all tie back to your initial goal of kind of what you're trying to sell or how you're going to make this into a business. Once you determine who you are trying to reach, and who you are as a brand. This will help you craft a more consistent branding strategy on Instagram and throughout other social platforms as well. Okay, so once you have the kind of backbone of like who you are, what you're creating, and who you're serving, now we can actually get into branding as it's most commonly referred to, which is sort of the visuals, the voice, that kind of thing. So we can kind of consider step one that we just talked through to sort of be developing your mission. So once you have that mission in place, then you can create the branding, which is sort of the tools you're going to use, the methods for communication you're going to use that's going to support that mission. So as we dive in to developing this branding, the first step is setting the mood. One of the best ways to help you become clear on your brand is by creating a mood board. Mood boards are great for bringing clarity to your aesthetic preferences. This will not only be helpful to you, but for any future team members that you might end up hiring to assist you in your content creation. It's something that I think can often be sort of, you know, brushed to the side for content creators who feel like, oh, well, I know what colors I like and I know what sort of imagery I want to use, but Creating a mood board 
um, is really going to help you solidify that and define it in a way that's clear and consistent because honestly, like for myself, I like a lot of different things. If I would just determine my brand based on what I like, it's always going to be moving and shifting. And you know what? It has over the years because that has been a part of my journey. But I found that if I want to stay consistent and become recognizable in my brand, then I need to have a set of colors and sort of a visual vibe or aesthetic set in a way that is defined so I can actually be consistent and not just kind of float around. And then it's become helpful also when I've hired help to, you know, help me with my Instagram graphics or, you know, website design or whatever it might be, because then there's a very clear plan of what the brand is supposed to look like. This is something that we actually do as well for clients who purchase our Instagram strategy and brand services. We love to help them get clarity on their brand aesthetic. And what better way to do that than a visual tool like a mood board? It's especially great when we're doing this for clients because they can give us a description of the feeling that they want their clients to have, how they want to be known, maybe a few ideas on visual things that they prefer, but then we can put together a mood board and it's very quick for them to look at it and get a sense of, does this click with what I had in mind? Does this feel like coming home to me? Does this feel like the familiar vibe I want to give? And I feel like when you create a mood board for yourself, you can kind of give yourself a little space and come back to it to sort of simulate that process that we do with clients and then try to figure out what your first impressions are. And that will really help you find out what your potential followers' first impressions are going to be when they first see your eventual Instagram feed. So a mood board can be a mix of colors, textures, patterns, quotes, or maybe even like stock images that you come across on Pinterest that you feel like emulate the sort of aspiration of your brand or maybe what you want your ideal followers to kind of vibe with, whatever. Any kind of visuals can be meshed into this mood board and it's gonna help you better visualize what your Instagram feed will eventually look like. Oh, and the best part of this, they're super fun to make. What I love to do is just open up a new project on Canva and you could even search on there like mood board to see different template options to work from. But even if you just use a total blank slate and then you open up Pinterest and start going through, you know, different search terms that you think might be relevant to your ideal audience or to your visual aesthetic, you can start pulling out images, throwing them onto your Canva project and creating a beautiful mood board that's going to help guide your process as we move further into the specifics of building a brand. This episode is sponsored by, and by the way, actually recorded in PodCastle. PodCastle is the easiest way to create podcasts. All you have to do is go to podcastle.ai and you can record, edit, and pretty soon you'll also be able to publish your podcast all with one easy-to-use, user-friendly app. The creators at Podcastle saw the struggle that beginner podcasters were having navigating all the different recording and editing software and designed one simple solution for both. The best part? You don't need to download any extra software. It all works right within your internet browser. 
And like I said, right now you can record and edit with PodCastle and soon they're going to be releasing a feature that allows you to publish your show from PodCastle as well, skipping over all that complicated RSS feed stuff. Oh, and did I mention it's totally free? So if you're ready to share your story with the world and start your podcast, but you don't want to waste your time with all the difficult tech stuff, then check out PodCastle today. Which brings us to developing a brand guide. Now that you have set the mood, it's time to develop a brand guide. A brand guide is basically a rule book containing specifications that detail a company or a brand's visual identity, along with rules and guidelines for any public content creation and communication. Brand guides can include rules for official logo usage, for type, font, and color, typography and tone, along with the brand's mission statement, positioning, identity, and values. It's pretty much your entire business placed on a document to keep things consistent throughout your brand. I know it might sound a little corporate or stuffy and not something that you need to do if you're still a solo content creator or entrepreneur, but I've done these for myself in the past, even before I ever hired anybody. And trust me, it is a game changer. It really helps you define exactly what your brand is going to look like in different places online. And again, just helps you get it down in one place so that you don't end up sort of floating around based on what your day-to-day preferences might look like. I found that especially because I'm a little bit of a design nerd and I love trying out new fonts and colors. And so it can be really easy for me to kind of slowly slip into using different yeah, fonts, colors, symbols, whatever to represent my brand. And so having a guide in place is essential to keeping you on track and making sure that you're being consistent. And I know that sometimes this can seem trivial, but trust me, it can make a big difference over time as people see your content and get used to what you're making. If it changes too often, I know it might feel like boring to you to use the same exact color palette over a long period of time, But trust me, everybody else is not seeing your content as often as you are. So if you want to make sure that you actually develop some kind of brand recognition, it's important to stay consistent. I'll be real with you all. I have shifted colors and branding a lot over the years. Like even the colors that I was using and the fonts I was using on Instagram at the beginning of 2021, I'm still not using those today and it's not even the end of the year yet. So one of my personal goals going into 2022 is to set up a brand guide for the Katie Steckley brand because we're pretty good at being consistent with Creatorly because we have a brand guide for Creatorly. But for my own personal brand, I floated around a lot. So one of my goals for 2022 is to set up a brand guide for the Katie Steckley brand and then stick to it for a whole year. Imagine that. I know it's kind of hard for us like creative types that love experimenting to stick to something for that long, but I really think that it's important to be that consistent because nobody else is paying as close attention to you. And so you need to make sure that you're being consistent and straightforward in what you're doing to build up that recognition. So that's why brand guides are really important. Um, I would recommend if you want to learn more about creating a brand guide for your business, then check out our Creatorly Media YouTube channel because this week we're actually going to be launching a video on Wednesday morning that's going to be all about how to make a brand guide. So go check that out. We actually have a lot of great resources on the YouTube channel that are kind of beginner in-depth tutorials that will help you out. So go just search Creatorly Media on YouTube and subscribe so that on Wednesday you'll see our tutorial on creating a brand guide. 
Okay, so the next step in working towards a consistent brand on Instagram is creating a content strategy. Now that you've developed your brand identity and created some branding resources like your brand guide and your mood board, it's time to develop a content strategy. Your content strategy plays a huge role in building a consistent brand, but it does even more than that. It will help build your target audience, keep your brand and schedule consistent, and attract potential brands for collaborations. Developing a content strategy not only shows your expertise and knowledge about your niche in your posts, but will also help you determine what type of content you're wanting to create. There are so many ways you can go about this when creating content for Instagram. Will you be creating a business brand or personal brand? Will you be showing your face or will the content be more community focused? Will you be curating content, creating your own content, or a mixture of both? It's important to make these decisions in the beginning so that as you build your audience, they know what to expect from you and from your Instagram profile. If they followed you because of your humorous, relatable memes and TikTok reshares, but then you randomly start posting photos of what you had for lunch, this might come across as inconsistent and could potentially harm your growth because ultimately you started off your profile with a promise of what you're providing and then you kind of reneged on that promise and you're maybe providing something else now. That's not to say that you can't pivot, but just make sure it's intentional. That's why creating a content strategy where you're being really clear about what you're going to be providing and how often is going to help you with your growth. If you would like a deep dive into developing a content strategy and planning an entire quarter of content, we've actually got a replay of our recent back to social workshop on our website that's available for purchase. So we're going to link that in the show notes for you. I'd recommend checking it out, especially if you're a bit more of a visual learner, like podcasts are great to listen to, but I know personally I'm a little bit more focused and absorbed if I've got like a visual to follow along with as well. So this workshop might be helpful for you. Just over on the Creatorly Media website, we'll link it. You can check it out. This brings us to my final tip for you, which is actually a bit of a bonus tip about keeping your branding consistent on all platforms. When you build a consistent brand, this should spill into all of your main social media platforms. So we've been focusing on how to build a consistent brand on Instagram today, but to see true success, you want to make sure that you're keeping your brand consistent across all your platforms. Some might be a little different. For example, the content you create on TikTok might vary from the type of content that you post on Instagram, simply because the audiences are going to be a bit different. The culture of the platforms are going to be a bit different, but your overall branding should be recognizable across all platforms. This makes it easier for you to cross promote like we did today in this podcast. You might've noticed I was throwing out a few shout outs to different things that we offer. And that's a really effective strategy to make sure that not only you're serving your audience in the best way possible and giving them access to all of your relevant resources, but obviously it, it helps you grow as well. So if you want to do that in an effective way, it's important to keep your branding consistent. So then when your audience shows up over at that other platform that you've cross promoted to, they recognize it as you and it feels like it aligns with what they've already seen from you. You might've heard the phrase consistency is key when referring to your posting schedule on Instagram, but hopefully in this episode, we've shown you how important brand consistency is as well. If you found this video helpful, please share the love and write a review. Remember this month we are giving away a free Instagram audit for 
one of our lucky reviewers. So submit yours to be added into the draw and make sure that you come back next week for a battle royale episode. I know, oh, hyping it up. It's going to be dramatic. We are talking Reels versus TikTok. How to really grow using Instagram Reels. Because believe it or not, Reels and TikTok are a little bit different and they each require their own unique approach. So make sure that you hit subscribe on the podcast, whether you listen on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe so you don't miss next week's episode about Reels versus TikTok. And until then... Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next week. Thanks so much for listening to the Creator Club podcast. This show is produced by Creatorly Media, a social media and content marketing agency by creators for creators. If you want professional help growing your social media platforms or creating your content, come visit us at creatorlymedia.com or at creatorlymedia on Instagram. If you've listened this far into the episode, we want to know who you are. Seriously, thank you so much for listening. Screenshot your podcast app and share it to your Instagram story, tagging at Creatorly Media or at Katie Steckley so that we can chat. Again, thanks for listening and remember to keep on creating. We'll catch you next time.